You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, so we've talked in depth about this offense. We talked about Lamar Jackson because we needed to have that conversation, right? It's the talk of the town. Had to, We had to get that one off. Um, so let's switch it to the defense. And you mentioned in the first segment, Cordell, that John Harbaugh, this is what he does. He doesn't tell people what is going on. And one of the things that we have not heard about is Calais Campbell and Marcus Peters. And um, listen, I am concerned just as much about Calais Campbell as I am about Lamar Jackson. At least I know that Lamar Jackson has some type of spring. I am not 100% sure exactly what Calais' situation is or how long, you know, how severe it is or anything. I feel like I know nothing, that I'm completely in the dark about what exactly is going on with Calais as well as Marcus Peters. You know how I feel about Calais Campbell in terms of what he is to this run defense. He is the anchor. He is the alpha. He is what they need. And I'm not saying that the team is, 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 doesn't do well without him I'm not saying that but he absolute they're much better absolutely with him and so you have to assume that this is going to be yet another week that we won't be seeing um Calais which is an issue because the the Steelers have been running the ball pretty well add to the fact that you know you have a situation now where you know we are down one cornerback albeit we've discussed Marcus Peters struggles at nauseum this season, he's still a veteran body that I feel like is an important piece of what this defense can do. And it looks as if he doesn't play as well, there's two guys that I feel like could potentially make this an interesting matchup against the Steelers offense, who at times do struggle. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact of, you know, Kenny Pickett's inexperience, but Pickett has 
absolutely played well in, in, in critical moments, particularly last week against the Raiders, um, going down that field at the end of the game and winning it, um, you know, in, in dead cold weather. So we've seen him play hero ball before, and I'm just curious to know how this is all going to play out um, against a Ravens team missing their two guys. Before you speak on that, though, I do want to acknowledge that the Raiders, I think they're 32nd in defense. So they're not that good, okay? I get it. But when it comes to divisional games, I just feel like a lot of times statistics kind of go out the door. They definitely do. I mean, especially in Ravens-Steelers matchups, you know, you never know what can happen. Anything can be the reason why one of these teams win. And ultimately, I said it in the first matchup, it was going to come down to which defense made the most impact plays that in that, in that game, it turned out to be the Ravens. Thanks to Mitch Trubisky throwing the three interceptions. Uh, and I'll say it again, this time it, it's going to come down to which defense makes the impact plays, which defense force wins the turnover battle. Um, and with assuming Kenny Pickett is going to be able to play this whole game, that worries me a little bit because he has done a pretty good job of taking care of the football um, and the Ravens, while they were able to get that fruit punch from Marlon last week, the, you know, the week before they didn't have any turnovers. This is a team that's still, I think, tied for third in the NFL in terms of turnover differential. Um, but the turnovers and the sack numbers have kind of gone down these last couple of weeks. So that's the one thing that concerns me a little bit. Can they get back to getting pressure on the quarterback? We haven't seen much of Justin Houston. Uh, Justin Houston played 30-something snaps this past week, didn't even register a tackle. So and he hasn't had a sack in the last four games. So maybe it's a little bit of fatigue for him kind of wearing down. You remember earlier in the year, he played a ton of snaps, way too many snaps, if you ask me. Um, and as the season has gone on, that has kind of tempered down a little bit. Uh, but he has dealt with a couple of nagging injuries a little bit here and there. So you, I don't know exactly what's going on there, but they're going to need him to kind of get back to being the force that he has been for most of the season, especially if Calais Campbell isn't going to be there because we know about what Calais does in the run game, but he's also a part of this pass rush too, you know, getting pressure up the middle of that interior defensive line. So um, I, I do think that the Ravens are going to try to come out and do what they always do, try to out-physical you, try to force you into some mistakes, try to put some pressure on you. Um, but I do wonder – you know, the, the Falcons were able to have a pretty decent day on the ground against the Ravens last week without Calais. I mean, I, I'm a little worried about whether or not Najee Harris, who didn't have a good day the last time that these two teams played. I think Najee was held to 33 yards on the ground. Um, I, I would imagine Najee's probably going to have a little bit of a better day better. Uh, this, uh, <laughs> this week. Yeah. Uh, assuming Calais Campbell isn't going to be out there. Marcus Peters, like you said, Marcus Peters hasn't been the Marcus Peters that we all know, but he is still a turnover machine. He's been involved in quite a few turnovers. I don't think it's a coincidence that the turnovers have gone up this year as opposed to last year. Obviously, a lot of the guys that were hurt last year are back this year, but Marcus Peters is probably the biggest one of them all, you know, in terms of turnovers. If there's a turnover on this defense, odds are Marcus Peters is somehow involved. Um, so with him not being on the field, you lose that ball hawk. You lose one of your playmakers on the back end of this defense. So um, they'll have to find a way to replace that. Last week, I was okay with Brandon Stevens being out there because they went up against a more of a run-heavy team in Atlanta. You, I, I didn't mind Brandon Stevens being that big-body corner on the outside to 
to get in there and help and run support. But this week, considering the receivers that the Steelers have, George Pickens, who had a pretty good day the last time these two teams played, Deontay Johnson, who also had a pretty good day the last time they played, um, you, I, I want m- probably a little more coverage on the field this week against these guys because even Pat Fryer moved Najee Harris out of the backfield at times. You know, they, they've got some weapons out there. Um, so th- I think that the Ravens defense is going to have to yet again, and it may, I keep saying it, I don't think it's a recipe for sustained success, but yet again, this Ravens defense is going to be relied on to make to make probably the biggest plays for this team in this game and potentially have to score a touchdown or two because we don't know if the offense is going to be able to put up many points. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, and, and this, this may be a very important game for a guy like Kyle Hamilton that can do numerous things, right? He can play linebacker, but he also can be in coverage in certain situations. So, again, now you're in a situation where you don't have your sec- your second best corner albeit he struggled this year, your second best corner. Your top corner, um, while he's not giving up touchdowns, um, Marlowe has struggled in coverage. Um, You know, we saw Drake London give him a little bit of the business and, you know, some other guys previously. So uh, you you need to find someone that's going to help get over what you're missing, um, and so we already know how this might go. Brandon Stevens might have a long day. You know what I mean? Um, the good thing is, is like, you know, Marcus Williams being back helps a lot of those things. And look, you might have to run. Um, if you are confident, if you're confident in your front, you know, even without Calais Campbell, and you think that you can hold them down in terms of the run game, you might have to play, you know, more nickel. You might have to do, you know, you might have to run certain coverages to help you, you know, do that. But the first thing is you have to find a way to get to the quarterback. And you mentioned that earlier. I don't know what's happened to this pass rush. It is literally just like, we got to put it on a milk carton. Cause I don't know where it's been. It's missing. And so they have to find a way to get back to what they were doing in terms of rushing the passer. It has really struggled. And with Calais being out, even though it's not like he has, has been a guy that, was getting a ton of sacks. He's so disruptive on the line and it allows so many guys to, to it's it's flexibility to allow guys to kind of get up in there and make some moves. So now you're you're missing one of your top players on the on the line. And you struggled, you know. And even before Calais went out, there was a little bit of struggle. But now it's really starting to look like that they that they're missing him on multiple fronts for multiple reasons. So you really have to find a way to not allow Pickett to get a rhythm, it, you know. And look, he's a rookie, but he has he has really matured as the weeks have gone on. So don't let him get comfortable. I saw you let Ritter get comfortable, and that was so embarrassing to me because the week before he only had ninety seven yards, and you allowed this man to throw for plus two hundred yards, and you got lucky. It probably should have been a little bit more than that because there were some plays that you know got called that should have been you know, catches, and Mm -hmm. then the fact that you're not good enough to have – there were guys open, too. You know what I mean? So 
I don't listen. If the Falcons can give the Ravens defense some issue, what am I to believe in terms of the the Steelers defense, who do have good players on their offense, are going to do? And that's the concern that I have when you're down two guys, one that is extremely important and one whose experience and value can be important in situations like these. So it's funny because I feel like I'm talking, I'm beating myself to death was saying the same thing because I feel like this is going to be the third week in a row, Cordell, that I'm going to say the same thing. But guess what? I'm going to say it until it happens. And t- this game can be put in place if you find a way to keep Kenny Pickett from being comfortable. That means getting pressure on the quarterback. Get back to that. I don't know mm-hmm. how that's gotten lost, but you need to find a way to get back to having pressure. And I don't look, I know that we were talking about a job. I don't see this being the week that he comes out and play. And even if he does, it's probably not going to be more than a couple of snaps. So I don't expect anything from that. So the other guys that have been there, JPP and Justin Houston, find a way to make some disruption, find a way to wreck some havoc because that is going to be the key to keep him uncomfortable. So then that the other guys won't be able to get, off and be able to, uh, you know, contribute to this this passing game. Totally agree. Um, it's going to take – last time these two teams played, the linebackers had a great day. They Roquan did, yes. Had an interception, quite a few tackles. Patrick Queen had an interception, quite a few tackles. Um, I think that second level is going to be important because Kenny Pickett doesn't really look to push the ball too far down the field too often. He'll take a couple of shots, as we saw – Took that shot to George Pickens that he made and Deontay Johnson, both against Marlon Humphrey. Um, so I want to see if Marlon, who struggled against these bigger body receivers over the last couple of weeks, George Pickens being one of them, how often are they going to go back to that matchup? And how is Marlon going to fare? I would imagine Marlon's going to be up for the challenge, uh, but so are they. <laughs> you know, these are all professional athletes out there. They're all going to be giving it their best, but I do think that the second level is going to be very important in this game because Kenny Pickett is going to look to target that short to intermediate area when he does throw the ball more times than not. And I know that they were picking off Mitchell Trubisky last time, but hey, maybe they could find a way to get to to uh, Pickett this week. But that's going to, like you said, pressure is going to have to be a part of that. Najee Harris, you know, you got to find a way to limit him. Najee is so good, and this offensive line isn't great by any means. Uh, Najee does a great job of making the most out of little. So they're going to have to wrap up. They're going to have to actually tackle this guy for four quarters because whether he's involved in the run game or the pass game, they're going to find ways to get him involved. Um, you just don't want to fall asleep against this Pittsburgh defense and I mean offense. And what scares me is, like you said, last week Desmond Ritter, who had 90 something, 97 passing yards the week before the Ravens game, goes out there and throws over 200 yards against this Ravens team. It could have been a lot more had he been more accurate. Um, and one of the things that I saw the Atlanta do with Desmond Ritter, I think that the Steelers are going to do with Kenny Pickett. That's mo- move him around out of the pocket, get him on some bootlegs, allow him to change yeah. the pocket on and move outside to get him more comfortable. Uh, the Ravens really struggled with that last week against Desmond Ritter. He had all day to throw the ball. Yep every time that he peeled out of the pocket. So if Ritter, if, if Pickett's going to do that, it could be a long day for them because that's going to mean these DBs are going to have to run a lot more with these receivers, uh, especially to the to the outside numbers of the field. Um, 
they, they got some guys that can really run. I mean, we already mentioned George Pickens, Deontay can run, even Steven Sims in the slot can run. So uh, they're going to have to really be disciplined on the back end, but I think that the Ravens are going to have to find unique ways to try to get this kid uncomfortable because you don't want him to come out there and be the one that beats you, especially considering he does such a good job of taking care of the football. Absolutely. And and I agree with that. And um, they definitely need to find a way to not allow the Ritter curse to continue because that is very possible if they don't find um, some type of way to get this guy uncomfortable and not let him get into a rhythm. And the, the weather is going to be 42 degrees on Sunday night. That's the low. The low is 42 degrees. So I don't want to hear about no tackling, no mistackling. I can understand last Saturday where it was cold is an understatement freezing is an understatement i mean it was that that's the type of cold man you just don't want to do nothing but lay in the bed all day last week so i can understand how you know last week nobody wanted to tackle nobody the weather ain't gonna be an issue okay it ain't gonna be raining nothing so you better get out there and you better make some tackles i swear i don't want to hear no excuses none 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 you have zero none <laughs> 